wavy, keep it chill, old tide. Tell me how you feel, keep it real, no lie. Light another herb, let it burn through the sky. Right, right. Sipping on sangria, playing that snow allegra. Hoping moments like this go on forever. Catch me lounging, pajamas in a sweater. Especially when weather's looking sloppy. I turn into a homebody, cause it's the weekend. I don't feel like partying, I feel like sleeping. I don't work tomorrow, think I might just sleep until about noonish. I've been working hard, think I deserve to do this like once in a while. Cause this isn't my usual style. My mind is moving past the limit. Every minute to mouth, I appreciate the time when I can sit on the couch, turn the music up and just zone out, huh? Cause it's a whole vibe. Gotta keep it wavy, keep it chill, low tide. Tell me how you feel, keep it real, no lie. Light another herb, let it burn through the sky. Right? It's a whole vibe. Gotta keep it wavy, keep it chill, low tide. Tell me how you feel, keep it real, no lie. Light another herb, let it burn through the sky. Get in this mood. Only turn it back on when I'm ordering food. And when my pizza gets delivered, going back to disconnected. If you call me and I answer, I'll hang up and blame reception. Got a question or a message? I encourage you to text it. I'll see it when I see it. I'll hit you back soon. But now I stay in tune with this lazy afternoon, like the roots in '94. Asking, do you want more? Yeah, I want less of the drama and stress and interactions with people seeking my patience to test. You ain't cutting me a check, so I ain't giving you time to sacrifice my peace of mind. Cause it's a whole vibe. Gotta keep it wavy, keep it chill, low tide. Tell me how you feel, keep it real, no lie. Light another herb, let it burn through the sky. Right? It's a whole vibe. Gotta keep it wavy, keep it chill, low tide. Tell me how you feel, keep it real, no lie. Light another herb, let it burn through the sky. And tune in to Good Morning Aurora. News, weather, and really cool interviews. Monday through Friday from 8 to 9 a.m.
morning, Aurora. Good morning, Aurora. Good morning, Aurora. The time is 8 o'clock a.m. You are listening to and watching Good Morning, Aurora, the second largest city's first daily news podcast. I Holic. Good morning. Uh, so it's Monday. We're back. We hope that y'all had a great Easter weekend. Uh, hope that you and the kids got some eggs and you found little trinkets inside, perhaps. <laughs> Maybe you took the time to mow your grass before the Easter egg hunt mm. so that it could smell effervescent <laughs> with the dew and you, the kids didn't have to go through the weeds and everything to look for the Not eggs. Hopefully you don't have weeds. Hopefully you have a nice <laughs> manicured lawn like I do. Uh, so, good morning to our great guests. We have great guests today representing a fantastic organization, and this is their part two, actually. We have our friends, Myra Torres and Katrina Henderson. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Happy to be here. Good. <laughs> talking before the microphone came on about um, our particular weekends. How was it for you ladies? What did you do before we get talking about the Quad County Urban League? Um, I had a, I guess, pretty easy weekend. We just went out, did the Easter egg hunt with the kids. It was chilly, in and out, did that, ate their chocolate. All right, let's bounce. So <laughs> <laughs> quick and easy. We had a good quick weekend, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, mine was about the same. I'm just getting ready. I leave in a couple of days for Mexico. So a lot of ripping and running. Okay, it's all right. Warmer climates in my future. Cannot Long wait. Long vacation. So, yes. Yes. Going to paradise. yes. In the next 48 hours, I will see you all in a week. Okay. Can't now, wait. you ladies both, uh, you, you both work for uh, Quad County Urban League. Yes. What are your positions? What do you do? I am the Workforce Development Manager, so okay. I oversee all programs that afford youth and adults a chance at a different career path um, via some of our corporate partners, which we'll get into. All right. And I am a case manager for our um, East Aurora Academy, um, also known as EA2 Squared. So that is just basically a credit recovery program that we um, use for the high schoolers to either gain the credits that they were missing or use the time to gain credits um, that they didn't have prior to in order to graduate in time. Okay. Mm -hmm. It's a good alternative before opting to get the GED. So yep. yeah, yeah, I was uh, that's just what I was thinking about. That's a uh, that's a positive diversion. Yes, kind of mm -hmm. thing. Very much positive. That's awesome. And you know, it's a lot. It's it's useful for the students who can't work or um, aren't able to sit in a classroom the way other typical students would. Right. So it's it's quieter. It's smaller. It gives them you know access to different materials the way they need to, and just to be able to you know, work on their own independently without that teacher being in the room the way that in a typical classroom it would be, you know? Right. Now, Myra is also going to be here on Wednesday for Buenos Dias mm. tomorrow, so yes. you're going to give the same news in Spanish. I will. We're I will try. Run it back, run it back. Definitely. Spanglish is what it will be, yes. <laughs> um, all right, so how did the, so let's talk about the Quad County Urban League for those who are unfamiliar with it. Uh, okay. What who is you know what is the organization and what does it do? So we are a community organization that services four counties. That's going to be Kane, Kendall, DuPage, and Will. And we basically advocate for educational, economic, and um, workforce 
I would say, excellence for youth, adults, and we just try to provide those resources to anyone who needs them, whether it's looking for a place to attain your GED if you aren't an East Aurora High School student, or if you need to change careers or get a career. We really try to fuel people to focus on that because sometimes they have barriers that everyone can't address. We can address those barriers, whether it's education, soft skills, employability skills, or just getting in touch with the right people or getting that exposure or access. A lot of the barriers we see have a lot to do with access, so we try to bridge that gap and make sure that even if you face disparities, you're still afforded those same opportunities that others have out the gate. So, Barriers like what? I would definitely say a big barrier in Aurora um, has a lot to do with income. So a lot of our workforce development programs are stipend-based. And while they don't afford you a full salary, while you're in a program um, that allows you those, I guess, opportunities to learn those employability skills, we do provide a biweekly stipend that can foot for groceries or help towards rent. And then at the end, you have a chance to interview with someone like ComEd or NICOR or a corporate partner. And ultimately, you'll see an increase in that income. So it kind of helps you float throughout. I would say that's a big one. We also face food disparities. And that's where we try to step in where we can, help them with groceries while they're in a program or even if they're out of the program, because let's be honest, COVID's still here, still reeling with that impact. So we try to face... Um, those obstacles with them. And then I also think that rental assistance um, is still something that has had a bigger wave than what people acknowledge. Mm -hmm. So we do try to assist in that area as well. Time is 8.05 a.m. Tracy Hodges, thank you for your stars. Bianca Camargo, good morning to you, Judge. Good to see you. Um, so is there an age limit? with the services? So that's a great question. So we start with youth, and that's usually around 16 years of age. Okay. And then we build up from there. We have some programs that do have a limit and may be 24. I can get into a few of those if we have the time, which mm -hmm. I feel like oh, we, we got have. the time. Oh, we, we got, got the time. time. Got the time. <laughs> so I'll start with um, Aurora Youth Build. That is actually for those who are age 16 to 24. And that's a short-term program where you can get skills to get your GED, but also get construction skills and perform construction-related community service within the community. After that, we typically try to focus on career coaching, whether you want to stay in that construction field or we work on post-secondary education, whether it's junior college, college, a trade. We really try to say, what's your plan going to be? And I'd say with every program that we have, that's the biggest piece is, what's your plan? We're going to get you through this program, but after that, we want you to know that you, you keep going. You don't stop. Because sometimes mm -hmm. that's all that's needed is someone needs to know that they can do it. And whether they find out, hey, I did this program in construction, and now I'm going to the Art Institute because I figured out my passion, that's okay. Like, we fully support that. Mm -hmm. And we're going to work on how do you fill out an application for the Art Institute? What's the fee for that application? Do you have that fee? If not, we got your fee. No problem. So right. that's Aurora Youth Build. Our biggest program that I think sees a lot of participation in all four counties is the NICOR Gas Career Academy. We love this program because it allows some of our East Aurora graduates a chance to participate once they get their diploma. Um, you do have to have a diploma or GED in order to participate. It is a six-week program. Again, that one is stipend-based. And it's a partnership with NICOR Gas where we work on resume building, interview skills, working in the Microsoft suite, 
and building those soft skills as best as you can. And then NICOR comes in on particular days. It is virtual right now. And they say, hey, this is our company. These are the positions. This is what working here looks like. This is how you read a gas meter. It's a pretty exclusive program that basically lays out an opportunity to potentially be employed with a really great employer. Um, we have an HR day. We have mock interviews. We try to cover the whole gamut so that they're successful, whether or not they land with NICOR or a subsidiary of NICOR. Um, so at the end of that six-week program, we have a graduation. We have speakers come in. Local people give more motivation. And just that reminder, that push, I think our biggest thing is you can do this. <laughs> Don't let anyone tell you that you can't do it. You just have to show up and, and try. So um that's one of my favorite programs because how they start is never how they finish. They usually come in with a lot of, again, barriers, doubt, self-doubt, and we try to turn that around for them so that they know whether it's landing a job with NICOR. We've had people who've gone and worked for the Willis Tower. I call it the Sears Tower, but that's neither here nor there, <laughs> showing like, my age. Wherever they land, they know, one, they've created a partnership with us. Whoever comes through our door, we consider family. So that's a really great program. And actually, NICOR Gas is going to begin in July, so there's time to sign up for that. Ooh. You'll see that on the website. <laughs> which is qcul.org. <laughs> Look at me. Um, another youth program we have is Youth Career Pathways, and that's for anyone ages 16 to 24. And participants in that program do have to be academically at risk, homeless, or unemployed. Academically so, at risk, what is that? At risk sounds, of dropping out. Simple. Okay. Right, at risk of dropping out. Um, I would say really that covers the whole game. Right, just for the most part. Okay. Yeah. I didn't mean to cut you off. Oh, credits, no, you're fine. Right. You're fine. Yeah. So um, if they're facing, again, any of those barriers, this would be a good program for them. This is a scaled down version of workforce where we, again, will touch on those employability skills, but we spend a lot of time on the school portion. Where are you at in high school? Where are you at and how are you figuring out your next steps? What's preventing you or stopping you? Because some of the barriers that people face go deeper than money. Sometimes it's they are the head of a household, even though they're a sibling. Right. We have several people who operate as mom and dad Monday through Friday because their mom and dad are already gone, so they've got to get the sibling to kindergarten. Mm -hmm. So where can we step in and help you with that? Whether it's making sure that the transportation is set up for those kids, um, and then we follow up and give them opportunities on a scaled-down basis. So they may have a job shadow day at, say, Aldi. We're working on something in the Aurora area that does retail so they can have that job experience. Because most people who are 16 may or may not have had a job yet. So that we need to start there and then build on, okay, what are you learning at your job? Are you showing up on time? We're starting with the foundation and then building to, okay, do you think you want to do corporate? Do you think you want to, again, Go do art. Want to do this? What does your life feel like for you, and how do you want to navigate that? So, that's a really cool. Asking, program. that's that's interesting. This is just I'm thinking about it right now. Asking you what you want to do. Yes. Not just doing it because your dad. Right. Doing, oh, I want to. So you're gonna be a plumber. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah, because your life how, is your own, right? How novel of an idea. Yeah, it's really good to promote that your life is truly your own and mm -hmm. that you you do have control of right. it, even though you feel like the circumstances make you feel like you don't, right? Right. So we really try to push that at Quad County because sometimes, and we're human, we all have off days where it's just like, oh, 
nope, life, don't want to do that right, right. now. <laughs> I'm turning on Netflix, and we're just going to avoid those oh, problems. Right. That was it. <laughs> Are you still watching? Yes, I am. Yes, I am. I'm avoiding my problems today. <laughs> and sometimes we don't know how to cope. Right. So we try to fill in that, that small missing gap where they feel like, oh, I don't want to do this anymore. And we have people who come into our programs, and sometimes they go through something. We really try to push communication with any employee at Quad County because all of us are there to do the same thing. It's the same mission and that's to see your ultimate success. So, mm -hmm. yeah. And then finally, we actually have our pre-apprenticeship program. This one is new. It's our big fish. We're really excited about it. It actually starts the second week of May in Aurora and then we have another cohort in Joliet that'll start in August and it's to increase the number of qualified construction and building trades who are women, people of color, veterans, and it prepares them to enter full apprenticeship programs on their way to careers in construction and building trades. We're so excited about this because it has a really great focal point, again, on women, people of color, those who face more disparities than others, veterans. We're really, really excited to see that it is also stipend-based. Um, once you come in, you fill out an application, we make sure you're qualified. You do need to have a high school diploma or a GED. If you don't have that, we can work on figuring out how you can attain that. So we, we wouldn't want that to stop you because if you miss the Aurora cohort, you can always come to Joliet. Yeah. You can get your GED in almost no time based on the resources we have. We definitely love, would love to see you join out for that one. So, yeah. All right. All right. Uh, the time is 8, 12 a.m. Michael Rayford, good morning. Maria Chirito, good morning. Uh, Angelica Guzman, good morning to you, dear friend. And Casildo, Casey Cuevas, good morning to you. Morning. Um, Michael Rayford just did a great interview uh, the other day with the filmmaker, documentary filmmaker. Good stuff. Good to see. Uh, yeah, how y'all doing? We can wave. Hello. Hello. Hey. Good morning. Good morning, y'all. Yeah. Good morning. Um, we are here, and it's Monday. It's Monday, snow. Monday. It's no. I was so disappointed that, to see right? that this morning. It was morning. very disrespectful. Yeah. So it was the most disrespectful <laughs> thing that happened today. I woke right. up this to wake morning. up to snow on the grass. So disappointed. I, I was, was like, Florida. I said, excuse me. Right. It's April. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds <laughs> about right. <laughs> we need to and not only that, it's oh, almost oh, May. Almost right. May. <laughs> that like, is exactly what? it. It's going on right yes. now. Yeah. And I actually did think of you because I was like, man, Katrina's going to be in Mexico and she don't have to deal with this. I definitely thought of her this morning. Weather lady said it's going to warm up. I trust my weather lady. <laughs> Are you going to again? I'm going to Cancun, Cancun. for a wedding. All right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay, very cool. Cannot very cool. wait. Cannot um, wait. Now, uh, Myra, yes. your specific position mm -hmm. and what you do. Mm -hmm. Talk about that for a little bit. Um, yeah, so I am a case manager. Um, I work with a couple of students at a time. So I think right now I currently have... Less than five that I'm working with um, because of the majority of the students that we did have already graduated in January. So we had seven graduates prior to. Um, I am also fairly new to the company. I am going on three months now, um, made just three months on the 3rd of April. Um, but basically the program is there to, it's specific and catered to the students of East Aurora, um, East Aurora High School, I should say. And so it a lot of the students we have are um, junior seniors or super seniors per se um they didn't graduate they don't have the credits or they're looking to finish earlier whatever the case may be they are in our program to i guess learn differently right. be able to sit in a classroom without sitting in a typical classroom setting um and it's similar to the uh career pathways um program that we have except it's catered to the, the students from east aurora high school um 
and a lot of the, the programs that we're working with is um, getting them to graduate on time. So like I said before, the students that we work with have graduated. So seven of them graduate in January. We will have, I want to say close to 10 um, for May. May graduation is what they're set for. Um, June 6th is their actual graduation day, but they're considered graduated in May. Um, so we're making sure that they're crossing the stage, um, making sure that they're, you know, finishing up their classes. A lot of our students actually, you know, we had a student come in with 18 credits that he missed, yeah. 18 credits that were not completed, needed to graduate, and needed that by the end of this year in order to graduate. He is more than halfway done. Um, uh, it's just that the, the school, I guess, not the school itself, but um, they felt that he wasn't going to graduate. They felt that he wasn't going to make it on time. Mm -hmm. That's where we come in. We motivate you to get that done. We motivate you to come in, get your work done, make sure that you are, you know, ahead of the game if need be. Or if you're not, how can we help you get there? What is it that's holding you back? Um, as she mentioned before, some of our students are doing that, you know, taking on that role of a parent where they are watching over their siblings, they don't have the time to do their homework at, at home. So they can come in, do it in the classroom, get it done with us. And, you know, just eliminating the barriers for them, making sure that they're coming in, getting it done, and walking the stage. Motivation, as she mentioned before. Um, I hear you, uh, both you ladies talking about East Aurora, mm -hmm. mostly in this, in this conversation. Is this not open to West students? Not at the moment. We're hoping okay. that in the future we'll have a partnership with them. Okay. But we do have um, a partnership with Dr. Norell and East Aurora School District where it's kind of fully set up and integrated for these students, again, to complete that. And then we have all these workforce programs, so then they have somewhere else mm -hmm. to go. But we would love to see that um, happen. Right. So. The, the graduation rate, and this isn't a dig, but the right. graduation rate, excuse me, the graduation rate mm -hmm. of East is lower than West. Yes. Is, well, okay. So that probably right. promoted the need to shift the focus there. Exactly. I would yeah. say, Working absolutely. Working on priorities. Mm -hmm. That's good. Yep. And then building, because everyone needs the help and assistance. And I love, I'm not a case manager for EA2, but these students come into our building they, yes. Monday through Friday. So everyone sees everybody. We're not some huge campus or anything it's just more it's more intimate I mm -hmm. would say so when she was just counting back and saying you know people graduated in January I was so excited because I we see them in August and I'm like this is where you were and this is where you are and this is what you're doing and some of them now went on to Avanzi and they're taking classes yes. there so it just really pulls at the heartstrings sometimes because I get so excited to know like you can do right. this mm -hmm. like it's a feasible thing and while you may not be able to do it in this environment we have an environment where you can't accomplish this. And sometimes they come around, they walk, they need to talk, and we just have this big open door policy. Yes. So we're all just familiar with every student, and I just love that program. I love EA too. Mm -hmm. um, yes, yes. At the So at the caseworker level, mm -hmm. um, what is it that you can see and identify as to why young people are coming into the program is it is it is it because the teacher you know it's not on the teacher necessarily right. but right. but is the is it all the learning environment is the issue with this crop of students or is it because you know these more students have the problems at home mm -hmm. as opposed to the classroom issues like what is the number one reason why kids are coming into the yeah program? um honestly there is no number one reason all of our students come from different backgrounds right. they come from you know different scenarios different just ways of how they actually function. Um, we have a student who just 
had anxiety. She didn't want to show up to class. She didn't want to be in the classroom setting. Came to our program, as completed the program, she's done. And the reason that worked out for her is that because although we have a classroom for our students, mm -hmm. she was able to sit in a different room and, you know, complete her work on her own, get that done without the push of anybody else. Right. We had, like I said before, we have a student who, um, who wasn't able to make it to class because he was taking on the role of his mom and dad. His mom was at work, his dad wasn't there, he was taking care of the, the you know, his siblings, taking him to school beforehand. He wasn't making it to class, he was tired, he was also working. Um, another student just didn't like the pressures of the students in the, the high school. Yeah. They didn't like being with them, didn't like, you know, feeling that they needed to fit in or fit out, whatever the situation was, they just prefer to be on their own. So each student has a different story and as to, you know, the reason why they couldn't come into classroom is, is their own. We never questioned them, we didn't push it, we left it at that and we worked with where they came in, met them in the middle and try to, are trying to help them finish, you know, get to the, the, the high school diploma because we don't want them to get that GED. Are there other Quad County Urban League? Well, no, because you guys are one, you, you're on your own in this. Mm -hmm. One of a kind. Right. Nobody one like of that. a kind. <laughs> but um, uh, I guess on a city-to-city -city basis or a county-to-county -county and other state basis, are there other urban leagues or organizations doing what you do in a similar fashion? Great question. So we are an affiliate of the National Urban League, which is headquartered okay. in New York. And we are one of, I believe, 96 affiliates across the United States of America. So there is a Chicago Urban League, and I think next door to us we have a St. Louis Urban League, and I believe we also have a Springfield Urban League. Wow. Um, to that end, um, every Urban League does typically have workforce and education programs. They may look a little different based on what the district rules are for however the school partnerships work, um, but the goal is the same. And that's the most successful outcome for someone who walks through our door. Um, we make sure to never, one, turn anyone away. Everyone is welcome. That's a question. We don't have all of the services, but we do have a running book of resources. Yep. And I would say it's the same for any urban league you walk through. No one's ever just going to say, oh, no, we don't do that. Right. <laughs> See you later. We're going to say, no, well, we, we don't have a program here, but we know a guy or we know a woman or we know a partnership that right. we could probably tie you into. Um, and I would say probably the biggest thing aside from the disparities I mentioned earlier is probably legal advice. And that's just something where, depending on what county you're in, we know where to send you for Kane County. If it's something um, related to domestic violence, we know to send you to Mutual Ground. We know our community partners mm -hmm. and how to help you, and we won't ever just say, here's a number. We're going to say, okay, let's go in the office, let's call this number yep. together and see what we can get set up, whether it's Prairie, is it Prairie View or Prairie State? I'm thinking Prairie State Legal, Prairie State Legal um, which also has partnership with King County. Anything like that we're going to dig deeper into, um, whether it's working at DuPage, uh, whoever it is, wherever you are. If we don't have that resource, we have a book, we know a guy, and yep. we're going to get you set up to make sure that you know how to move forward. You're never going to feel helpless. Who so. must don't know about me? <laughs> <laughs> I like the high note. You hear it? I heard it. I heard it. <laughs> I'm coming back um, tomorrow. <laughs> all right, so here's the thing. I've heard you mention it a couple times now. What is employability? What is that? Ooh, that's a good question. So employability looks like you walking into a room at an interview 
and just beaming, exuding, oozing ooh, ooh, all the skills ooh, these words? Wow. that that <laughs> employer wants. Whether it's communication skills, whether it's typing 60 million words a minute, mm-hmm. um, all of those things, compiling a really great email, knowing how to speak respectfully, knowing social grace, because how I speak with Myra when this podcast turns <laughs> off and how we're speaking now are two completely different things, right? <laughs> ah. But knowing the difference yeah. in that. Right. So um, that's what we like to call soft skills. And that's just making sure you hone those. You make sure you're showing up on time. You present well. You make sure that if you're a guy going into a corporate interview, you probably don't want to just wear a polo. You probably want a shirt and tie. Guess Bam. what? If you don't have yep. a shirt and tie, we'll also get you that shirt and tie. We're going to make sure you can make it there. So don't worry too much about if you have a tire now. We have ties. We will figure <laughs> we will that out. <laughs> but can you show up on time? Make sure you have a clean resume. We do resume reviews all the time yes. amongst our students, amongst our participants. I can throw a resume at someone right now like, hey, can you look this over? Because we want you to succeed, and we know that part of that is what it takes. You have to look good on paper. We yep. need to present well on paper and in person. We do mock interviews, which... I love, probably a little sick and twisted, but it's so interesting to see the nerves. Because I get those nerves when I go interview somewhere. <laughs> and you're walking in, you're just like, okay. Because you want to be good enough. You want to feel good enough. Right. We kind of rip that Band-Aid off in the mock interviews. Because you don't know who you're sitting down with. And then we provide that feedback. Because those who are interviewing you, and they're with partners. They're with Target. Shout out to Target in Yorkville and Lindsay because she always partners with us. And, you know, we get all these Target managers and these red shirts coming in. And they're sitting down with our participants and they're asking those real questions with a stone face. And they're jotting down the notes. the same way they would. And it helps Mm -hmm. build character for those participants who just simply, and as heartbreaking as it is to say, they simply don't feel like they're worth it. So we rip that Band-Aid off, and then they finish, and they're like, that wasn't right. so bad. Yeah, we're like, see? Yes. It's the same thing when you get in front of Joe Blow at ABC Company. Mm-hmm. doesn't mean you're not good enough. You just want to present as best you can, as well you can, and then worry about the rest later. And chances are, if you present this way and take away the um and the I don't knows and I don't uh, uh and the nervousness mm-hmm. and just go in as you are, we see you. We want you to see you. Right. We're fine with what we see. You have mm-hmm. to be fine with what you see. So that's employability skills in a nutshell. It's just, you know, what is it? Going through the car wash? Buffering up? <laughs> Sounds like right. that. Yeah, just yeah. Like that. Working right. at the car wash. <laughs> <laughs> Making sure your lace is tied. Right. Yes, like exactly. Yeah. Well, I, uh, I ask that because I do believe that in the, in the quest of getting a job or seeking employment, uh, especially with young people, mm. a lot of those, you know, it, it's not just having your certification for that job is as important as like being able to be there and be squared away. You know, like all of that. Right. Yeah. Um, I had a I had a great guy once upon a time tell me he said, you know, it's better to be it's better to be on time without a pencil for the test or a pen. Than to be late and prepared. Correct. You know, it, it's it's you got to be because all of that stuff makes you just that more competitive too. Because mm-hmm. I, I think of some of those tests or some of the metrics that a lot of tests have in there are different things. Like um, you get points, extra points, and extra mm-hmm. you know value for those some of those soft skills. But I don't think those soft skills are being taught. 
anymore. It seems they to be going are trying away. to disappear, <laughs> and I do not know why. I don't know if that's generational, and we're becoming more flexible post COVID, which I fully support the idea of working from home and you know work life balance. But I think that some foundations that generations built really are just classic and you should never get rid of them. Right. It should always be holding the door open. It should always be, well, yes, please, thank yeah, you. Right. Not JK in an email. I don't want to see BRB in an email. Please, <laughs> do not put that in an email. Right. Spell your words. Like, it's okay right. to spell out words. And I, I really couldn't tell you why that's disappearing because you're right. I think that even with my own kids, they write, like, an email to a teacher, and I'm like, what is that? Right. <laughs> you didn't feel like you needed to capitalize some of those words and use punctuation? Why not? Run and on I just, sentences? Right. right. <laughs> like, what are you doing here? <laughs> You're not my child. What's happening? So I think that that's disappeared, but if we promote it more again at the mm-hmm. Urban League, we try to, and hopefully it'll just spread. But it is disappearing. That was a really good point. And now my mind is and, and yeah, actually that you mentioned that, um, I've had, you know, a couple of students through going in through the um the comed programs, the other programs that we have in the you know, the building, um, ask me, what are soft skills? I have to put this on my resume. Somebody asked me to do this. I had to look myself. I didn't know what a soft skill was. So right. I think it's definitely it, it might be a generational thing, right. you know. But um I feel that it's it's not being taught anymore. The you know that yeah. and financial literacy. That's that something too. else we well, have to yeah. Yeah. really really mm-hmm. push with our youth and understanding the power of the almighty dollar. <laughs> be it what it right. is, <laughs> um, <Parts> now, but. <laughs> and, right? Learning the concept of saving and spending and yes. anticipating tax. It always cracks me up when the youth is like taxes. I was like, right. yeah, <laughs> it's not just nine ninety nine. It. It's probably right. going to be more than that. So yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, it's it's interesting. My uh, so my background is corporate. Like that's you know I was, you know driving forklifts and all that. Then went from that to you know corporate, and it's just like it's a blueprint. It's mm-hmm. like Tupperware. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like it doesn't matter how talented you are. Right. If you if don't you have just this, right. Yes. Like <laughs> if they can't read that in the email. Like <laughs> all of that is just gone. Exactly. Um. At the same time, though. It seems like what I get from the Urban League is that I hear you guys talk a lot about trades. Mm-hmm. You talk about building trades. Uh, you mentioned the night cores and the com eds. Mm-hmm. So I'm getting from you guys careers as opposed to jobs. Yes. Correct. Okay. We yes. love the word that career. Is, right. That is. Yeah. Talk about that. See, my bit. eyes light up just now. <laughs> we love the word career. That's a coffee cup too. Like yes. <laughs> Like so you just, you know, we got, we got, hit the fight, you found the fight. Can we take a sip? We can. We can. Cheers. Cheers. Yes. Cheers. Mm. All of you people at home, I hope that you cheers enough unless you're driving. Yeah. Be safe. <laughs> then just lift your hand up right. real quick. <laughs> Honk if you love careers. Um, so the reason we use careers is because it's, again, foundation. I know I'm beating a dead horse, but you're starting somewhere where you're building the skills you've learned. And then hopefully growing. You can work for NICOR and read meters for two years and then decide, eh, I'm going to do customer service. Right. But you have that room. You have that access to move and do so. And let's be honest, something like a corporate partner that says NICOR or ComEd looks amazing on a resume. Mm-hmm. You can also decide, I'm actually going to, you know, look into neuroscience now. 
But I'm pretty sure someone in neuroscience is going to honor something that says ComEd or NICOR. Oh, That's yeah. a career. Right. You've just created that foundation, and you're building on that. Careers are buildable. They're supposed to evolve. Change is supposed to happen. I just said that this weekend with Easter happening that oftentimes people don't think that change and growth should be consistent, but they should. Come on now. Yeah. <laughs> that should be as consistent as everything else that's consistent in your life. If you are not comfortable with change, there's some growth in that area that needs to happen because then you're limiting your access to what your life could be. So <laughs> I love the word career, guys. I could just <laughs> preach about that all day. Yeah. But that's what we try to promote is a career. And some of our, our participants and students yep. may not want to do combat or night core. Okay, what are you interested in? Who do you want to talk to? You want to go to cosmetology school? Then I'm going to find a local lash tech, makeup artist, yep. whomever, to provide you with what that looks like for you. Will you still need to work part-time and pay for this school that you want to attend? What does that look like? Because at the end of the day, the career kind of navigates what you want your life to be. Mm -hmm. Your life is your own. Your career is your own as well. And how do you want that to move? In the Navy, we call it change, choose your rate, choose your fate. Ah, the job you pick. Navy man. Your, your, yeah. your rate. Man the job you trace. pick will dictate all of that. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, don't be ready because if you're going to be committed to something, if you're going to put your all into something, mm -hmm. don't don't get wavery four months later. Like, oh, I'm not really sure. Right. Like, no, you you know. Yep. Um, but also, sometimes in circumstances, or with some circumstances, though, with jobs and things like that, or careers and different paths, your passion may come out of uh, a kind of an unexpected mm -hmm. place, Experience, though, too. Yes. So having that flexibility or that knowledge to see where you could be, A, wasting time, mm -hmm. yes. or B, doing better. Right, exactly. Perhaps that can be in the same company. You may right. not yep. have to leave. Right. And we know? talk about that in our agency days and employability yes. skills yes. because that's a big part of it. You may sit there and wake up one day and say, wow, I'm really great at this one specific thing which has nothing to do with where I'm at right now. Right. How do I create a plan? Right. I love a plan. I try not to fall in love with a plan because right. plans change, right? Yep. Mm -hmm. But I love a plan. Right. And this is, okay, I'm really good at this one thing. I want to do this every day. I want to wake up and do this every day. How do I get there? Right. So, oh, I just love it here. This and is that's, great. you know, Thank kind you. of. <laughs> it's all good morning. Right. Right. I love it. It could be at night. Anytime yes. something good happens, it's good morning. Right. <laughs> um, what were you going to say, Mara? I'm, um, sorry. I'm sorry. No, I was just saying to kind of bounce off of that with um, the students we work with, a lot of them aren't ready for college or don't want to or don't know what they want to do. Right. We don't focus on the idea of college is the only way. Right. In fact, we actually kind of give them the option. Okay, what is it that you'd like to do? We do sit um, you know, with our students, do interest interest quizzes, um, you know, career quizzes, like just different things to show them and expose them to what they would like or what they wouldn't like. And um, a lot of it is trade. Like she mentioned, it's just Bringing in the resources, we have a student who um, doesn't want to do the you know traditional college route. He would rather do welding. Okay, what can we do for that? How can we get you there? What are the programs you'd like to do? Sure. When do you see? What is the timeline? You know, we've got like she said a plan to try to help them 
get to that point, to make them see this is what I'm interested in, this is what I want to do. She mentioned the cosmetologist student. You know, we have some students who are interested in that route and would prefer to go that route. We have mentioned them um, and brought their attention to different schools in the area that would cater to those needs that they would like to meet. So it's a lot of college isn't the only thing that you have to do to, you know, be successful in life, despite what others might say. Careers are there for you. Trade is there for you. You have all of these opportunities available that you should take advantage of. And so that's what we do with a lot of our students is making them aware that, okay, this isn't the only option. What else can we do for you? What else do you like? What else interests you? How else can we get you there? It was a few generations. There was like two or three strong generations of our our parents and elders who were pushing that. Mm -hmm. That's the line they were pushing. It was college, 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 only college, yep. no matter what. Mm -hmm. And at the same time, with the rise of technology and the different paths that technology started to take, mm -hmm. the, yeah. message, the, mission, the, excuse me, the message was still college, 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 when a little bit more clear, sober thinking and more diverse thinking, more pro progressive thinking would have seen in 1999, in 2004, like, okay, right. college, yeah, but STEAM, get the sign. Okay, yes, what, what, get the steam what they go, this Apple yes. thing, where that's going? Right, you because it, it went. Exactly. <laughs> right. exactly. It blew up. Exactly. I agree. And there is, see, it's interesting because there's equipment in this same building. Mm -hmm. mm. There, there are boxes with dust on them in this building of programs that came out that are now on our phones. Yep. How about that? Right. But when <laughs> I was just in the room, Microsoft this and that. It's it was tech that at that time was the it was the new thing. Right. Right. Sure. That's what you you needed. could put images on a VHS. Right. That's gone now. But mm -hmm. if that was being pumped in the heads, they would have been ready for that. Right. You know, mm -hmm. they could have been part of when it got from the VHS to the app. It's it's just pretty it's pretty, pretty interesting. interesting. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and um, it also makes me think about would today's generation be so impressed by what's on their phone right. if they spent more time developing it and learning about it and creating it. Would Snapchat really be that interesting <laughs> if you knew how to make a filter yourself and build right. a program yourself and make your own little Snapchat? Yeah, you know, you know, cause snap the Snapchat with me, I've never been because it disappeared. I'm not a snapper. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I'm not a snapper. No, no, right back, right back. I need reference what we're talking about. But it's like if I'm feeling down, I'm, let me scroll the feed and look. Yes, the, that's why I love Instagram. Instagram. Yes. All right. Um, Tracy Duran is here. Good morning, Tashi Haskin. Good, good morning. morning, and Tracy Hodges. Uh, good morning to you, Shalomar McGowan. Good morning, and Casildo says. Um, Joan, or Judge Bianca Camargo cordially, cordially invites everyone to a fundraising reception for the first Latino judge. Bianca Ooh. Camargo, April 28th at McCarty Mills. Tickets are $30. Enjoy tacos and street corn. Ooh, elotes? Elotes. I can't do exactly what? What? I, I, what? I, I, no, what? I, I have to go oh, easy right. on the mayo, <laughs> heavy on the... I love I it. I can't do the elotes. What about the elotes can't you do, though? All of it. <gasps> oh, <right. laughs> All of it. I can't. I, like the, it's how? so nice. It's so good. What? I can't do it. That's, you're not That hurts my heart, right? Or something. I can't do it. I mean, I could... 
I can't do it. I can't <laughs> like, I can't think about it. No, 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 no. Like the, the fruit with the chili powder on top. The tahini? What? Oh my gosh. Wow. The mango with the tahini snaps every time. He's like, no, no, no. That is a deal. Like, no, no, no. What about cucumber and tahini? I can get down with that. The cucumber tahini. Interesting. We literally we, have three bottles of tahini <laughs> in the pantry at all times. It's on every grocery like store run because the I like kids like, go you know, through it with the grapes. Like so the, in the pod, is that the tamarind that the one in the, in the pod okay. that you pull it out? The seed? Is that the one? Tamarindo. Tamarindo? Okay. I can add that. Okay. I can definitely like, do it. Like, like, rata tamarindo. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I like the candy ones, but that's that definitely breaks my heart. If I got but. captured by like the Russians or something, they I <laughs> would all of a sudden eat this. I, I, I'm telling. He said that's it. Alex Arroyo, hello, Mr. Spivey, right back at you. Alex Arroyo, hello, dear friend. Good, okay. good morning. All right. Uh, Lord have mercy. We're having a good time with this. this is, this is <laughs> I cannot leave. It's only an hour. We need more hours. The time is 8 a.m. Monica, if you would be so kind, take us to a commercial, please. And bring us back. All right. Good morning, everyone. Here are your local. Here are your local headlines. Real news, real people, real stories. One hundred percent Aurora. Don't forget to please subscribe to our YouTube channel to stay up to date on all of our content. There, you can also watch all of our interviews and receive notifications when we go live. Thursday, April twenty-first, from six to eight p.m., there will be a great youth and family resource fair. This will take place at the Prisco Center, located at 150 West Illinois Avenue, and will feature music, food, and a whole lot more. Come out and celebrate with our great city and community organizations. And we have shared this flyer to our social media. The Veterans Gardening Day is taking place at Maria Wilkinson's Food Pantry on Saturday, May 7th from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. This will be a day of honoring the veterans of Illinois. Also, this will celebrate House Bill 2894, designating the first Saturdays in May as Veterans Gardening Day. See the flyer for more details and thank you to all the sponsors for their hard work. A great community cleanup event will be taking place on the 23rd of April. Join the Fox Valley Park District in the Office of State Representative Barbara Hernandez at Gregor Gregory Island Park, located at 10140 East Indian Trail. There will be equipment and refreshments provided. And I'll be sharing the registration link in our chat. That's right. That's right. Uh, your, your, your environment is very important. So get out there and do the cleanup. Mm-hmm. You know, get the plastic off of the ground and get it out the water. You know, fish swim in the plastic of the, the beer can ring. Yeah. yeah. You know, and they get stuck it's in no that. And uh, that's not good. Not good. Um, Tanya Hernandez, good morning to you. Susan Mazio, good morning as well. Okay. Good morning. Hello, good morning. Uh, let me see here. Aurora's looking at a $56 million bond issue. I told you guys about this Thursday last week. We're going to highlight just a couple of sentences from this otherwise moribund article. Uh, yeah, Alderman on the Finance Committee recommended the bond issue, which Chris Minnick, city's chief financial officer, said would not be paid back by property taxes. This $56 million bond issue is to fund capital and economic development projects and refinance 
existing bond issues. Generally speaking, the bonds would pay for about $16 million in 22 capital projects already budgeted in 2022, about $21.5 million in refinancing three existing bond issues, and about $12.2 million in payments the city is committed to involving economic development projects in 2022. Terminal building, craft urban building, keystone building, former West Aurora School District Administration building at 80 South River, and that also includes $3 million to DAC Developments, which is building an apartment complex right. along North Broadway um, in between Jake's Bagel and the Aurora Township building. Hmm. Right there. Yeah, that is interesting. So yeah, get the money out. Yeah. They're making it rain in City Hall, y'all. I see, see right? Progression. <laughs> <laughs> Look at them. <laughs> right. Okay, um, so we talked about a lot, but here's what I want to I want to know. What has been the situation historically with hiring and the opportunities presented for women and minority communities? Do you ladies have any opinions on that? I certainly do. Oh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I think that we are entering an era of more inclusivity. And I know I know you mentioned women and, and color, so I'll try to focus on just that. Um, and I think we've been forced to enter this era because, again, I'm going to go back to generation. Generationally, things are changing as far as perception mm -hmm. and outlook and how things should actually be received. And I think that there is a history of trauma-related things that carried over into acceptability and was allowed. I'll just say that. And I think that is what caused a a form of discrimination against women and people of color as far as being hired. I think that over time it will change. I think that the problem that previously existed is still going to be here for a while because it takes a while to create large change. That's what I'm going to say before I take up six more hours. Myra, what do you think? Um, I, I completely see where, you know, Katrina is coming from as far as it's a generational thing. I'm, I, in my opinion, I feel that we are evolving as far as, you know, being employed, minorities being employed, women being employed, because now, even if you look down the street, you'll see women, you know, in the construction zones, whereas before you probably didn't yeah, see that. Um, and I guess I think that is like a generational thing, whereas I am seeing more of it now than I would have seen prior to. Um, people of color are now in corporate positions. People of color are now, you know, working also in construction, just the, the same women are. Um, and I guess that's where I come from is that I'm seeing that change, whereas maybe she didn't. Um, I see it more so, you know, especially in the corporate field. I see it, like I said, in the construction fields um, or I'm sorry we'll leave it at that construction yeah. fields <laughs> yeah, yeah, but right so I think it's just definitely nice to see these things it's nice to see the change that's happening you know more opportunities are being offered to minorities people of color you know women in general we are seeing that fluctuation where people can and are offered these opportunities just as much. And I don't know if it's because people are meeting quotas or, or whatever it might be, right. but 
I do feel that we are being more included as far as, you know, careers go, as jobs go, being employed, you know, goes altogether. I think that was very well said. And it just made me think, being how old I am, <laughs> my son was born in 2008, and I went for a promotion. I used to work downtown in 2012 and was in a roundabout way told that, oh, do you really want to consider this position? You know, you're a mom. It didn't matter that my son was in daycare. All that was squared away. I came to work every day and I knew the job, but it was just very quick to the point, well, I don't think you should consider that because you have XYZ going Mm -hmm. on. Instead of just looking at me on paper and my skill set, which matched the person who was leaving skill set and saying, yeah, we'll talk about it. Let's talk about it. I think I'm more likely to have experienced an open door now than I would in 2012. And that was just 10 10 years ago, right? Mm -hmm. So it's very well said. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I've seen seen some, like, I've seen a lot of discrimination, like, in just my own work, History and mm-hmm. professional career, like I've seen a lot of discrimination. Right. Like yeah. I've seen, you know, just you know, I've seen people literally get their application ripped up. You know, I mean, I'm I'm working here, I got a job, but right. you know, that's kind of bogus. But mm-hmm. what are you going to do? Right. Um. So I believe that I say all that to say that I think what has happened. Or what has started to happen is not necessarily, you know, is it, it's not somebody woke up like, oh, you know what, this is terrible. Right. We've been discriminating against people. Right. (laughs) I can't believe it. (laughs) What? (laughs) It's not that. Right. I think that what's happened is in many industries, engineering, the building trades, especially Mm -hmm. the constructions, um, what happened was, was that qualified labor started to look different. Right. Mm, yes. So that <laughs> meant that you know, there's not you know, there's 60 jobs of there's 60 positions available. Unfortunately, 56 Irish guys aren't applying no more. Right. Mm-hmm. So what happened was was that for this building to get made, for this stadium, for this theater it's either not going to get made, or we're going to have to have right. a couple of brothers. Right? Yeah. You know, exactly. Two Puerto Rican guys. You know, get them in there. Right. We're going to have to make it. We got to sprinkle it. Right. Exactly. And I like that. I like that mm-hmm. because there's always been that <laughs> saying in America, and I think this is what America has consistently always gotten wrong. You know, it's always that you know that we all have know that saying: uh, "Money talks, BS walks," mm-hmm. or "All money is green." Right. Yep. Well. Opportunity has not always flowed like that. Exactly. And it sucks that people would have to be forced with delaying a project or not getting it built just to for you to get a job. Right. That's exactly. so you know, it, it, it's, it's pitiful actually. Oh, it's very pathetic that mm-hmm. it took fifty years and nobody applying to say, Okay, God. Well fine. <laughs> we'll put a on there, right? If we have to. All right. Yes. What's, what's really El Leto? Right. We'll put the sign over there. Right. Yeah. That's you right. Know? Absolutely. And uh but that's that's where it's at. That's where it's at. So I like the fact that the Quad County Urban League starts steering these young people into those kind of jobs and those kind of building trades. Because mm-hmm. those are also the jobs where uh people have been able to 
uh, retire and get a good pension and Absolutely. salary. Absolutely. You know, Absolutely. That's yep. that's one of the reasons of the of the wealth gap. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not because yeah. nobody was you know brothers and Latinos aren't applying for those jobs. It's because they weren't getting hired, exactly. and that's caused all kinds of different disparities. Mm-hmm. But that's that's it's neither here nor there now. Right. You know, that was the past, and we're we're Trying creating a new future. Yep. Exactly. Um, so, how can people find out more about the Urban League? Yeah, all social media platforms, Quad County Urban League. Um, we're on Instagram and Facebook. We're leery about Twitter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Twitter is a great area for us and our yeah, audience. For so, y'all, yeah. Yeah. Like, Especially for y'all. Right. right. Like, we're not a club or anything. We don't have like a sale going on. It doesn't really fit our platform. Right. Um, but you can also just walk through our door, 1685 North Barnesworth Avenue, right here in Aurora. Um, you can call us as well, 630-851-2203. Mm. You can say, I heard about you guys on Good Morning Aurora. Yes, you can. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah. Squad County Urban League. Oh, and QCUL.org. Yeah. I was going to say, yeah. Yeah. Right? I was say you got all of them but one. Yeah, but hit all the okay. tips but the important <laughs> one. And you can fill out a form on our website, yes. citing your interests. All of our programs are up there. We're looking forward to hearing from you, helping you. Seeing you mm-hmm. as we see everybody. So, yeah. Yep. Now, uh, some of the corporate partners. Oh. Yeah, my great. She's <laughs> <laughs> got a list. Here you go. Um, we'll on to Community College, College of DuPage, Comed, NICOR. The host goes on. Donald oh, Foundation. A couple of you guys is back there. Oh, yeah. We, yeah, we're rolling the same clip. <laughs> yeah, we're rolling the same clip. Oh, and uh, definitely our congressmen and our po- politicians that always help us. That would definitely be Barbara Hernandez, Bill Foster, Stephanie Kipowit. Um, Representative Underwood, they're they're really big supporters of us. Who else? Who else? I'm trying Aldi, to think. Aldi, Target. Aldi, Target. Oh my goodness, there the list goes on. Yep. And if we didn't, you know, think of we you, please don't take it personally. <laughs> Put your website. Please right. keep There's supporting us. There's, <laughs> There's probably a, a host of thirty plus people um, that we are just continuously grateful for all of the time. So yep. yeah, and um, Fox Valley Community Foundation as well. Um, now, what we got coming up on the calendar? Upcoming. Oh, great. I'm so glad you brought that up. Well, she mentioned graduation, which we're so proud of our EA2 participants and students. So that's first and foremost. We're very happy to see them walk with cap and gown and receive their high school diploma. Moving on, we have a department that focuses on health and wellness. Our community health workers, I believe, Mm -hmm. are hosting something for Juneteenth. And that's going to be June 17th this year. And it will be more than likely either in our parking lot or somewhere large and big so that we can have all of the people with enough space and just talk about all of our programs and how we can provide assistance. I know Aldi will be there. I'm pretty sure Target will be there. We'll have a host of other partners. We're probably definitely going to want someone in the room who hosted us to come. Good morning, Aurora. Good morning, Aurora. June 17th is what we're looking for. Look for that. And, yeah. We're in there. <laughs> and I know uh, Monica mentioned the uh, resource fair. We are also going we'll to be, be there participating. Too, yeah. in that. Oh, that's right. We will be a uh, part of the resource fair yeah, as well. We're really trying to get that visibility mm-hmm. out there. We have a host of people. We help thousands of people a year. We definitely want to up that number mm-hmm. and get into the tens of thousands. Mm-hmm. Helping thousands of people is good, but we want to set that bar high because the war is big. Huge. It is. Yeah, I haven't even it lived here that long, and I did not know cities. it was the second yep. biggest city. One of the biggest cities in Illinois. Told me. I was like, that's huge. Yep. What? Um, yes. So, well, where, where are you from? I'm actually from closer to Indiana, a small town called South Holland, Illinois. Oh, come on now. Mm-hmm. No, no. What? what? 
I'm what? Harvey <gasps> That's why I was going to argue. Yeah. She was going to argue. I was just I was Harvey the other Dixie, day. I used to work in the Dixie Fruit Market. <laughs> yes. I right just there. had Alphas on Saturday. Look at this. Okay. That's why y'all clicked. That's why y'all clicked. I was wondering what it was. <laughs> and now we know. As soon as you walk Forever. in there. I felt it. I felt oh my goodness. Did you go to school in that area? Uh, I went to Thornton for a little bit. Right. I got in mad trouble. My parents divorced, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what took me out of that area. Right, for the better, because yeah. Harvey is still Harvey, but I it love is. it. it but is. you have to have a different type of character to understand where you're at when you go through Harvey. Yeah, really I can't is. take everybody to Harvey. <laughs> <laughs> I can't take everybody to Harvey, but oh, um, I love it. Yep. But, uh, yeah, that's the uh, that's it. Cool. South Holland, Illinois. South Boy. Holland, yep. Good morning, Aurora. Yeah, Thank you so much for having us. This Thank is you. so Thank fun. You. So I actually got one more question here. Okay. Sure thing. Um, uh, now, the show ends on a positive note. Okay. What is your message collectively for our listeners of Aurora here today? Hmm. That's a great question. So I am really big on positive messages. So yes, she we'll is. start here. Good. I think it's important in life to feel seen, but once you're seen, I think it's important to craft your own message for when people see you. And I think that looks different for everyone. I think that it takes work and time, and most importantly, it takes grace. Affording yourself and others grace is a key to entering new chapters, developing new relationships, forming strong partnerships. And once we have all mastered grace, we will all master a successful outcome. That's it. Wow, great message. I don't know how I'm going to follow up with that. (laughs) Mine was just, you know, (laughs) we're going to get you there. Um, Don't worry, we're going to get you there. As far as Quad County goes, we have the resources for you. We are there to help you, and we're there to, you know, help you succeed at the end of the day. That's our ultimate goal, is to make sure that you are successful in whatever career path, whatever choice in life you want to make, we're there for you. We're going to get you there. And you were born and raised in Aurora, right? I was actually, I'm from Joliet. Okay. I was born in, in Chicago, um, but I'm from Joliet. Okay. Lived most of my yeah. life there. All right. Well, you ladies are good, are, uh, are doing good work here Thank in Aurora, you. so we really appreciate it. Of course. Awesome. So we really Thank appreciate you. it. <laughs> so we will have, I mean, so now that we, well, we've been friends for a while now. Right. So <laughs> the 17th of June. Yes. Yes. Uh, I'll be in the house. Yes. You ladies can think of another reason to come back on the show. The I will be back Wednesday. <laughs> You'll be back on Wednesday. I will be yes. back on Wednesday, yes. Um, all of our listeners, qcul.org. Correct. Yes. Right. That is our website. All social media platforms. Yes. Yep. We're there. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, we hope that you guys enjoyed today's show. Take care of yourself and each other. You too. Thank Ooh, you so thank much. Thank you. Yay!